What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of It's a Vague World. I'm your host, Rob, and got my co-host here, old Jason. Hey! What's up, buddy? How things? Uh, things are good, man. Things are really good. Uh, did a lot of work today on the yeah. uh, the old computer, and uh, been working hard all week at my job. Uh, kind of bummed that I didn't get a uh, 3D printer that I was looking for that was on sale, but... You know, can't win them all. It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. How things going with you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. The uh, the eyes are healing up well from the LASIK. Uh, I'm quite quite enthused about that. My night vision is is well above what it used to be, and that is pretty awesome for me. So yeah. Other than that, just been hard at it, man. Working, taking care of the old fam. Playing a little bit of video games here and there, cutting some grass. Ah <laughs> uh, man, I'm I gotta cut grass too. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Yeah, I don't like cutting grass, but luckily my yard isn't isn't super huge. So yeah, same. I'm just lazy. Right. Yeah, it's it's hot out here in these yeah, streets. <laughs> hot man. Uh, fall's almost here though, man. We only it have is. what a few weeks left before it should start really cooling down. That's my hope, dude. I'm ready to put a hoodie on and and be cool about it. Uh, it's gonna be a minute before I wear a hoodie, but yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, It'll probably I'm be gonna... I don't know around here. I don't know. Probably closer to the beginning or middle of November is before it start get starts getting like chilly. I don't I don't necessarily think it needs to be chilly, but I'm okay with it not hitting ninety something. Right. If it stays in the 60s or 70s, I, that would be really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. Um, but it is what I it could is, get man. so many things done. So many activities. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So this week we were going to have uh, a Native American guy on. Or we were trying to, but we're having some scheduling conflicts. So that's a bummer. But, yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of covered a lot about your uh life growing up in like foster care and the system and shit um yeah. but i feel like you know it structurally was just kind of like an overview really because there's got to be a lot of meat into that into that right oh yeah man there's a lot um, of nitty-gritty in there yeah so i thought this week since we couldn't do what we had originally planned maybe i'm just gonna let you loose to tell uh tell me and our listeners maybe some more like details um on that whole ordeal you know that part of your life maybe some things that uh you haven't talked about in a while um you know maybe how some certain situations or things that you experienced kind of like shaped how how you are or who you are today um, oh yeah for sure you know certain things you want to talk about or if some some things are kind of gritty that you don't necessarily want to touch whatever that's up to you you know <laughs> but uh yeah so what do you think of that i'm down with that man i'm down that was uh that was an incredibly unstable time of my life bro um yeah, yeah. tell us about it man yeah so um or is yours rob <laughs> um yeah man i uh yeah i just i lived in a lot of different crazy places um a lot, a lot of times, uh, 
it was like uh, I had to, I got to get really used to uh, like kind of not physically literally sleeping with one eye open, but uh, being a light sleeper. Um, I was a very light. It took me a long time to be able to like go feel comfortable enough to like fall deep asleep. So like I was dealing with all the stuff I was dealing with as well as having a lot of sleep deprivation, to be honest. So it compounded shit as far as my behavior, obviously, you know, my, you know, my appetite. I was a real skinny little kid and, you know, a little short, skinny kid with clothes that were ill-fitting or, you know, whatever. And then uh, glasses. I just, I got a lot of, I caught it from every angle it felt like back then, man, you know, so. Yeah. Um, it's just real hard to uh, process because, like, every time I felt like I had a handle on, you know, okay, this is how this works or this is what's going on here. All right, well, you know, I can handle this because things are okay right now, so let me try to process this. Or anytime I felt like I was making a breakthrough with a counselor or a therapist or whatever, you know, the pieces on the board would move, you know what I mean? Whether it would be me to a new place, a living arrangement or a new, you know, therapist arrangement, a new school arrangement. And then randomly, you know, in betwixt all of that family members, you know, whether it's my mom or my dad or whoever would, whenever the state would decide, Hey, these people want to be a part of your life right now. Do you want to see them? And I would say, sure. And then, that would be awesome, and then I would be filtered back into the foster care system for whatever reason. Um, yeah, man, so that just kind of like got thrown around a lot, so yeah, be used man. to anything, huh? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying like you kind of had to sleep with one eye open. Uh, like, did you feel threatened, or like, like, like well, what's up with that? Well, so so early on, it was just sleeping in other people's houses it was just like it was just super uncomfortable like super uncomfortable for me early on it wasn't so but as far as people messing with me because the other people that were in the homes were were relatively all right you know what i mean they were all right but initially but uh after a couple of times of getting moved around um there were some kids that were real violent and like stole my shit like literally like beat me up and like pinned me up against in the corner of the, the room uh, and uh, went through all my shit and my trash bags <laughs> and, uh, you know, got what they wanted and told me if I, if, if I went and, got, you know, told on them or whatever that they'd beat the shit out of me while I was sleeping. And so after that, you know, that happened a couple more times. And then I, I, um, I just got tired of them fucking with me. So... I fought back and then, you know, they made it look like I, you know, was being whatever, like, you know, like I was being the problem and oh, then kind so, of just like put it off on you. Yeah. 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 And then, um, so they pulled me out of that. And after that, man, I was like, man, I, I, you know, I was like, I can't trust. Cause they were really cool at first, you know what I mean? And then one day they was just like a switch flipped and then, Cause I guess they just wanted to see, you know, 
what I had, you know. I mean, I didn't have shit really, but you know, I had like a they stole my like a Walkman I had with like, you know, tapes and some batteries and some headphones and um I think uh just some random ass shit, you know what I mean? Shit that um, they didn't have. Right, exactly. So I just you know, they, I mean, I, they beat my ass. I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I was a little skinny kid that didn't know how to fight and shit back then. So they beat my ass and scared the piss out of me. And I, so, uh, I, uh, from that point on, I was like, man, I don't, you know, I just didn't sleep much or, or I would doze off. And then as soon as I would doze off, I would like open my eyes and try to stay awake or whatever, or if so I hear a noise, was, uh... whatever. That 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 started pretty early on, or what? Um, I don't know that like the, first the violent stuff stage, like that. Like yeah, first. those sketchy stuff like that started happening. I mean, probably about a good year in from from being taken away and all that jazz, like that stuff kind of kind of stuff started happening. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and there was this one place. Um, it was like they called it an emergency shelter. I don't know what the logistics of it other than that, but basically it was, it was like a, I don't know. It was like a hub for kids in limbo at the time. Like, Hey, you know, like for, like, for example, like I had to go to this place after, uh, those dudes were messing with me and stole my shit. And I had to leave that foster home I was in. They, uh, they put me in this emergency placement, area thing so basically there was a girl's side and a boy's side and it was like a i don't know yeah this is like the home you were telling us about right no no this this is a smaller place yeah this was this was um it was like a four bedroom house because there was two bedrooms i think that um like the people that worked there the like the house parents or whatever like the people that ran that the emergency shelter home they had a bedroom and then there were two like big bedrooms like that all the girl the girls all slept in like one big giant bedroom and there were like two bedrooms out at the front of this house it was like a house that was just like in the middle of a random like middle class neighborhood but it had had an they had added on to the back of the house um into the backyard so there was a big giant bedroom that like i don't know about eight girls slept in um, and then the two front bedrooms, there was about, there were three boys in each bedroom. So, um, there was a bunch of us in there all the time. So I stayed there a lot of different times in between going into, in and out of different places. So the staff that worked there was pretty regular and solid. You know, they would stay there. People that would stay there a lot. And I got to know some of the ladies that worked there pretty well. Haven't gone in and out of that place quite a bit. Um, actually, one of the ladies that worked there, um, her name was Robin. She actually uh, was my foster mom. I don't know. She was my foster mom for about a year or so, maybe. And that was great. That was one of the greatest experiences because she lived in this house. Um, and she had an extra bedroom that, that her daughter used to live in. And she made it, you know, she let me make it my own space. Um, and a lot of real bad shit was happening as far as like my family life, you know, it was just real volatile. Like at the same time that you were staying with her. Yeah. So she made like, she made things calm and consistent 
and she was like a she was my port in a storm at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a, that was a one really cool experience, and I I still stay I stay in touch with her uh, to this day for the most part. You know, oh, we, cool. we keep in contact. But yeah, man, a lot of a lot of that stuff is just it was really weird, man, because you just run into so many different people that are you just never know, like you never know what's going on below the surface of anybody, and it just like a lot of those kids, like those dudes that beat my ass. They were, it was so weird to me how they were so friendly. I mean, you like, it was like literally like night and day, man. It was super weird. And that's not the first, you know, that was not the last time that I had encountered people acting that way it was in the system like that. It was super, super right. weird. Just yeah. Being, just being like fake as hell up front, just to kind oh, of get a yeah. for you. And yeah. Then, and seeing what the, uh, the entry point is to take advantage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm super, super grateful, honestly, that I learned that lesson early, as, as early on into that part of my life as I did, man. Because there were a lot of people that came after them that tried very similar shit. And I caught ass whoopings as well, but they knew after that that ah, we ought to leave him alone because he's not the he's He's going to make it tough on us. <laughs> I made sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I fought before until I re- learned how to really fight. I uh, I had to. I fought dirty, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I would pick shit up and slap motherfuckers upside the head with it, or 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 throw shit at people, or or act like a violent, violent, crazy person, and just start like like pulling my clothes and like rip like you know whatever it took at the time. You know what I mean? Like. Um, Cause I didn't know what else to do. You know, I had never, nobody ever taught me how to throw hands. So until I figured it out for the most part on my own, it was just, you know, well, I mean, I don't condone violence <laughs> or anything, but I'm a firm believer that, that unless you're in a sanctioned match in a ring, getting paid for what you're doing, there ain't no such thing as a fair fight, homie. Oh, I learned that quick too, man. Yeah, yeah. Once no I, I mean, so for me, the the lesson there was: if you act really aggressively violent initially, these folks will leave you the hell alone. And so that was my takeaway. And so I just, before they even had a chance to jump on me and act all bad, I just, you know, now I didn't run up and just beat people's ass. But if they, if if you put your hands on me first, but that was that was it. I. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Rob would lose it on that ass for a little bit anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked out most of the time. So, well, I mean, you got to learn <laughs> how to protect yourself when you're in those situations. That's right, you know? dude. Yeah. So, uh, let me ask you this, man. What is the worst memory you have of the time you spent in the system? The absolute worst that still. If you don't want to, if, if you, if you got something um, then you're just like, I don't, I don't want to bring that shit up, but I mean, it, it, I mean, if, when if you say down, worst, like just like a, any scenario or like something that happened to me or something that I uh, witnessed or like, just, yeah, just what do you think impacted you the most negatively in any, it could be anything. I'm, I don't, I don't have anything specific in mind. Oh, I, got I, you. I, I, got I wasn't you. there. You know what I mean? But yeah. Uh, you know, it could have been something you saw, it could have been something that happened to you or whatever. I, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to get deets, man. Well, so I um this is 
this is one that sticks with me to this day. And this was something that happened before. Well, this was part of the what was going on that ultimately led to me being in foster care. So this was like a a precursor to all of that shit. But this okay. is one thing that sticks out in my mind. I mean, I still think about it to this day, you know? Like, wondering, why the fuck was he so mad about that? Like, what the fuck? Why was that such a big deal? So, um... There's this one Sunday, my mom and my sister, I don't even remember why I didn't go to church with them, but um, anyway, it was me and the guy my mom was with, old dude buddy, and uh, I think it was, he, I'd gotten in trouble because either my mom or him thought that I had opened a window uh, in a bedroom or some shit. I don't remember now exactly the details, but it was, I know it was about a, a window that was either partially ajar or had, had obviously been opened recently or something. And all I can think of was, was, was like they, he was bent out of shape because he thought somebody was either trying to sneak out or that somebody could have gotten in. Yeah. When my mom and my sister left for church, man, he like, he started questioning me about this shit and questioning me. And I was like, listen, man, I, I did not open that window. I did not touch that window. And I mean, it's, we're talking here, buddy, dude, I never touched that window. I couldn't tell you how, how it, how, whatever happened to it, happened to it. I, I have no idea to this day. And, uh, he just wouldn't, he, he wouldn't accept it. And the more he asked and the more I told him, I didn't know the matter he got. And he just, he just started, I mean, he just couldn't take it. And you could see it every time I told him, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who touched it. It wasn't me. I didn't touch it. And then he just, he just snapped. And then he just started beating the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I was just like, dude, why, why, why are you doing this? He said, like, you're lying. You're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. He just kept beating the shit out of me. Um, and I finally ran away from him and went back into my room and crawled under my bed. And, uh, I remember him pulling me out by my legs and, and he just kept, he just wouldn't stop, man. Uh, and I remember just like, finally I just laid there and gave up. Uh, but yeah, to this day, I just, it fucks with me. Like why, like what the fuck, what the fuck made him so, you know, I'm sure it was something that, you know, he's obviously a piece of shit, crazy person, but like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, what, what the fuck did like, it was, I like it was fucking window, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you like? Like he, like the, the, the his eyes was like, you hear people say it like, like people that have survived being attacked by crazy people, like all oh, their eyes, think back and they just, they had a look about them and you know, you, you know, it was sort of like that, but like, he was just so the anger in his face. You know what I mean? It was like, like, bro, I'm, I was just a kid. You know what I mean? Hogan. I was a little, <laughs> yeah, I keep calling you Hogan. We're going to have to, <laughs> Oh, it's all good, man. Uh, yeah, it's all good. But, you can uh, call me by my gamer name. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. And that shit, that shit still sticks with me. I still think, you know what? I just, you know, what, because he he had put his hands on me before and after that, but never never the way he did that day. You know what I mean? And I, that's why it sticks with me. Because like, I, I the, some of the things that he had put his hands on me before in my mind at the time was was way worse than a 
fucking window being ajar. You know what I mean? And I, you know, and I just felt like I was so I was so confused at why I got the dog piss beat out of me for the better part of a an afternoon over a window that I didn't even touch. You know, I was I just was this dude uh, was was he like <clears throat> this guy? Uh, was, was he a drunk? Or did did he do drugs or anything like that? Like, um, is there anything that could have been fueling this this I, fucking psycho? I so I know my mom never messed with dudes that had drug problems. I know she she was married to a guy that drank beer a lot, but I don't looking thinking back on those memories with an adult brain. I don't ever remember or recall him ever being like he was a if he was drunk he was a happy drunk. You know what I mean. Um, but she ended up divorcing this guy and, um, the guy I'm talking about now is actually, I think the, the next guy, the the very, the guy after that, he was one of the very next guys that kind of fell in, in line. So, and this wasn't even the guy, you know, molested my sister or whatever. And, and that was the, you know, that was the, the big ordeal. This was the guy before that, like this guy didn't mess with my sister. Uh, this guy just, for whatever reason, that day, yeah, it was the weirdest so you thing. Dealt with a lot of shit before you had uh, to deal with more yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Another, another one that was that was that was still sticks with me, and, and it was it was scary. It was really scary because um, it came out of nowhere. And this was this was the guy that messed with my sister, and you know all that stuff kind of came to a head with. Um, he, uh, they had a computer in their room and we used to play, uh, Age of Empires on it, actually. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I don't remember, I, I think he had lost something or he had something that was sitting there on the computer desk and he, uh, he'd asked me about it and I, I, I don't, fuck, I don't know, bud. I don't, I don't know. And, uh, he was started freaking out about it. And um, he smacked me up the back side of the back side of my head because I gave him some kind of little smart alecky answer or something like, and then I popped off at him for smacking me in the back of the head or or, or whatever, and he did not like that, and he snatched me up, um, and we in the, the computer was like up against the wall, and their bed was like right be- right behind the computer or whatever, or next to it, and he snatched me up. Uh, like by my neck with both of his hands and like basically power bombed me into the bed and like I passed out and I don't know how long I was out, but I woke up Whoa. and he was like, yeah, he was over me with his hands around my throat and his face was all red and like he had spit all around his mouth and shit. Um, and, uh, I started flailing my legs and I think that, I think I kicked him in the nuts or the stomach or, or something because he let he let go real quick and then picked me up, you know, by the back of my shirt or my clothes and like threw me out of the bedroom and said, get the fuck out of the house. And I ran, I ran, I ran. Uh, and I, me and my brother used to have this spot in the woods. We used to hang out uh, and fuck around in. We had multiple little spots we'd hang out, but um this spot was deep off in the woods, and I ran out there and just sat in these rocks. I sat amongst these big old rocks and sat there and cried and was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. That man, one knocked with you the me. fuck out, huh? Dude, like, I mean, like, he. Dude, that's, you know, that if, if you were, out. like, telling, like, yeah, like, out. if you were telling me a, a story about you being a grown-ass man and getting knocked out, I'm just like, okay. But, dude, you fucking kid, this, dude. Like, who yeah, knocked a kid out? Yeah, man? yeah. I, I I had much rather had been playing with Legos at that specific moment, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was definitely a little kid, man, you know? Um, dude, I don't even know how you, like, what? Why didn't you run away? Did you run away ever? I tried, so I tried one time and uh, the police got called and I just like, I didn't know where to go that, that I knew I would feel that I f could feel safe. Cause like I ran to all the places like that little place in the woods and like, and it was getting dark and I was like, shit, you know, like I, you know, I didn't have a lighter or I didn't have stuff to make a fire or, you know, I didn't have food. Yeah. You had um, a Lego in the back pocket. You know, right. I didn't have shit. And yeah. so, um, I, uh, I'd ran back to the house and there was like two cop cars there in the driveway. And there I, I saw cops way down the road, uh, in this other little part area where me and my brother would hang out in this little, like grown up. It was probably a, one acre square empty lot for a house to live on to, to or a, whatever it ended up being a small little trailer park or whatever but we had a little little fort we had in there in those bushes down there and uh there were cops down there looking in the bushes i could see them with their flashlights and i zipped back to the house and was like hiding behind the house and then one of the cops was behind the hat came behind there and saw me and i tried to run through the backyard and they pinned me to the ground and i was all crying and so basically me running away because of that shit was happening turned into me getting in trouble for running away being a problem child and uh mm -hmm. it just that was just it was just more more bullshit <laughs> i mean did they ask you why you ran away they did but like i was so scared i mean because old dude buddy was sitting right there i just yeah, you, well, know, you know, know what i mean it was him right in front right, of him yeah you know what a Cause they were acting, cause the, you know the cops were acting like I was the one. It was, it was, you know, like I was, I was a hassle. You know what I mean? And they weren't like, "Hey, man, what's, it's all good." They were acting like I was being a nuisance. So I was like, "Man, I don't want to get any more trouble. I'm just gonna shut the fuck up and be like, I'm sorry." Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, let's go back into your foster care days. Yeah. So that that was all happened before foster care, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little, a little ways before and then kind of right before that, all that stuff was kind of going on. There were little other minor incidences sprinkled in there that kind of built the rest of that violent cake, if you will. <laughs> the violent cake. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can call it that. Um, so once you were in foster care, you got your ass beat a few times, um, yeah. moved around a shitload we talked about like all the places you had moved around to in the last episode um but while you were in foster care do you think anything that happened to you while you were in foster care i guess um the whole time you were in foster care do you think anything that happened to you there in any of those places compares to what happened to you before man that's a tough one uh Yes and no, maybe. Um, okay, that's fair. The st so, 
I feel like the stuff that happened to me before as a kid, because I felt super defenseless, like there is nothing I can do about this. I am helpless to this situation. This is just this is just how my life is. You know what I mean? This is just this is just it is what it is. Um and once I got into foster care and realized that I'm all I got, you know what I mean? Day in and day out, there is nobody here but me take really giving a shit about how I'm doing, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, you know, what I'm eating, even <laughs> like um I felt once I developed, you know, once I figured out how to fight back and uh once I figured out how to you know, work the system a little bit, um there was still real rowdy shit happening in in the system, but I felt more equipped to deal with it. But a lot of that still I mean, I I was shot at <laughs> in while while in foster care. So by uh by these random guys in a pickup truck. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shit like that. Like I, you know, I I was never shot at before foster care, but um I mean, were they like mad at you for something or did they just like They they were being racist to be bluntly honest with you. That was the the whole deal was they were being they were a couple of redneck fellas uh in the town that the so the place that I graduated high school from, this Presbyterian Home for Children. You know, there was a large a large portion of you know the folks that lived there were uh, African American. You know what I mean? Uh, and that was just that was just I was just how it was. I guess I don't know. I mean, it was just that was just how it worked out. But uh, so me and the girl I was uh, dating at the time and a, a bunch of my buddies were we were all walking down the road and these guys in this pickup truck rolled by and uh they basically accosted me and the girl i was with saying you know that we were you know inward lovers basically is what they kept saying and yelling at us and i yelled back at them and told them basically get the fuck out of here you racist piece of shit <laughs> you know what i mean uh and yeah. he like no the guy on the passenger side uh leaned out and he said what motherfucker and i just said i said you heard me just get the fuck out of here and he pulled so i don't know if it was a rifle or a shotgun i couldn't tell but as soon as i saw it we were like walking next to a ditch i don't know it was a pretty shallow ditch but um he pulled it out and i saw him and i i pushed old chick in the ditch and i followed right behind her and he shot two times, and they sped off, and then we ran home and got the fuck out of there. Wow. It was pretty scary, yeah. That was pretty oh. scary. That shit was loud, bud. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> yeah. I bet. But shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I wasn't, like, scared. Like, I, I was prepared at that point in time for them dudes to bail out of that truck and try to commence to whooping our ass, but... I was cool with that, but when he brandished a firearm, <laughs> things changed. <laughs> the game rules have changed. Yeah, yeah. You win, like, buddy. I'm gonna go get in this ditch Jumanji, real quick, bro. <laughs> fucking yeah, change. for sure. That's some wild shit. Yeah. Just yeah. I mean, I honestly, we that was the the most obviously the most aggressive scenario where 
where I was accosted for that. But um, honestly, during that time, man, low key, a lot of the other people around and even people, people you wouldn't think would were like, what are you doing? I'm like, bro, what do you, what do you mean? What am I? I'm, these are my homies. What are you fucking talking about? These are my people. You just be to be careful. Like, what do you, damn, cuz it's like that. Like, golly, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's, I don't know. People are shitty. People um, are shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, I man. Agree. There, there is a good portion of this population that uh, they need a good talking to. Let's put it that way. I will tell you to take it out of a, the somber area. Um, there were times that um, there were a lot of people. Well, not a lot. There were a few people in certain places that, in retrospect, man the timing of of these people being where they were um really saved my ass you know what i mean because like i told you it was super inconsistent nothing nobody nothing was consistent in my life at all the people how long they were there whether they were good or not you know whatever um and at times i was just like ready just to throw in the towel completely you know there were people that were like that would show me hey you know i got you like that lady i was telling you about at that emergency shelter robin that that she took me under her in her house and stuff man she man that lady she has no idea to this day uh what an impact she had on me man she took good care of me i mean she yeah, yeah man yeah yeah well if Okay, so what was your uh, let's let's go to a more positive note, man. What oh. was your favorite memory? Do you have a favorite, favorite memory? Yeah, let's do like uh-huh. what was your favorite memory before the system, and then like maybe like do you have any memories um, that when you were in the system that were like super awesome? Uh, once I well for in the system before before the system i mean like my best memories were just me and the neighborhood kids and my brother and my sister would come hang out with us sometimes but she was still little you know uh but we would just get on our bikes and man we dude geographically knowing those locations now i mean we would be miles away from home on our bicycles me and the all the neighborhood kids or we just, it was just, man, it was good times. You know what I mean? Before, you know, even when there was a little bit of turmoil in the household there, like that stuff was, man, it was awesome. It was just great. Hanging with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. School was good. You know what I mean? I had a lot of friends in, in, in school that I really fucked with pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good times, man. It was, it was all right being a kid. I mean, we were poor. Don't get me wrong. We didn't have shit, but. It was, you know, you couldn't tell necessarily, other than getting made fun of sometimes. But um, it was dope, man. That being a kid was dope sometimes before before all this crazy shit started happening. And like in the when I became, you know, a foster kid, uh, like music. When I figured out like music was my outlet, man. I would, you know, when I was in like band class or marching band or, you know, when I took started playing guitar and all those memories man like i there's so many hours that uh, sitting on a bed in a bedroom all alone or sitting in a a basement in somebody's house 
playing guitar or playing with my drum pads or, you know, playing on, you know, pillows or whatever it was with my drumsticks. Uh, man, that stuff saved me, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there were some times, uh, you know, like that. there were trips and stuff, you know, here and there that it was some good memories. Some oh, of the well. people were dope. Nothing no one thing though that like just sticks out and you're just thinking like man that was the shit um you don't have any the shit moments not really no no no, not really well i tried i I tried to go to a positive side man but (laughs) there was never really a peak as high as the opposite end of that spectrum you know what i mean as bad as it was there was never a peak during all that time that ever got to the really that equaled, equaled how bad it ever got. There were definitely some good peaks in there that were cool, and you know, but yeah, I mean, I it was it averaged out to be mostly terrible. Yeah. <laughs> to be well, honest, <laughs> the uh, the last family that you stayed with before you went to stay with your dad, yeah, the ones out in the country, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about them, man? You you sounded like you really liked them and you tried to go back so obviously you man you, you liked yeah, them and you said yeah. they treated you pretty good so they, they yeah. did me right man well yeah. so so the the dad the foster dad there you know like i said he taught me how to fish and hunt and you know how to a lot of bushcraft stuff a lot of just you know country boy shit you know just normal country folk shit he just taught me all that stuff you know and then uh, he would go over to his buddy's house a couple nights a week and they worked on like these little, they look like little miniature Jeeps. They're called Suzuki Samurais. They're little four cylinder, four wheel drive, little Jeep off road vehicles. Oh, and yeah. They, like little, uh, like wrap or uh, gators, kind of. Kind of, but it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a two door, tiny off road vehicle. It's like you can drive it on the road. It looks like a, I don't know, like a little two-door Jeep kind of thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, like a little ATV kind of thing. Well, sort of. But anyway, they they built those, and they, you know, would off-road in them and shit. And so, uh, you know, I learned, he taught me a lot about, you know, using hand tools and working on shit and uh Life man, that's shit. Man. Yeah. Well, and you know, he had sitting around with him and his buddy when I wasn't all fucking piddling around doing other shit. They would ask me. They would engage with me. You know what I mean? While we were sitting there wrenching on their shit and they're drinking their beers, uh, they would. You know, nobody else had given a shit uh, to ask me the questions they were asking. You know, like, hey, what's what do you like? What do you you know? They would literally, in the middle of doing the thing they wanted to be doing, would be engaging and asking me questions about shit. And, uh, you know, that was pretty impressionable for me because nobody had ever given a shit before. And honestly, that's one of the things that really had me locked into that place is because that guy initially, because I told you before, we would I would get to meet the people and then get to stay at their house or whatever for the weekend to see if, if it was a good fit. Initially... Like the lady that was my foster mom uh, at that place, she I really dug her. She was really just sweet lady, and we, we just got along really well. And he was just the real, just real quiet and kind of low-key reserved, didn't say a whole lot, you know what I mean? And I felt like, ah, oh, maybe this guy's 
I don't know. I don't know what his vibe is. And then once he got to know me a little bit, he just, I don't know. He, he, he was like a full blown father figure. You know what I mean? Right. And his sons or their sons, you know what I mean? All they, all three of them took me under their wing. That's probably some of the best memories. It's like stuff like that. It's not like experiences. It's just the overall experience I had at that, that foster home. I mean, just that one foster home. And I was only there for maybe, maybe just shy two years, maybe. But man, I yeah, mean, when you're, when, when, when you're a fucking teenager, dude, two years is a grip of time. Right, bro. It was, it was so pivotal. I mean, I remember like getting a, her taking me to the mall and letting me pick out clothes, like letting me actually pick out clothes and, and like pick out good shit air quotes you know what i mean like cool shit like some nike stuff i mean i just was like blown away they they were you know they were taking care of me and just being attentive and all of their for the most part some of them were kind of like a little standoffish but all of like their their family members were like it felt like they were all in too you know what i mean they all made me feel like a part of the family it was pretty cool It was pretty cool i kind of wish you're uh Piece of shit old man hadn't fucked that up for you. Yeah, well, you know. It is Hindsight's what it is. 2020, right? Well, in, I guess in your case, 2015, right? It is now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, seeing shit crystal clear now, cuzzo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you uh, digging into your memory bank there and being able to talk about shit. I'm glad you don't, uh, you know, suppress it these days. Maybe you well, do some things. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But, I don't uh, feel like I have anything suppressed these days. I feel like a lot of that stuff I have, like a lot of those wounds that I'm talking about, I feel like time has healed. Now, I, I for sure have PTSD from, from a lot of that violent shit. No doubt about it. Um, yeah. But I feel like for all that I've been through, I'm a pretty well-adjusted human for the for the most part, yeah. you just gotta, feel you just like gotta you're keep all right. on keeping on, man. You can't. That's just gonna happen to everybody, some more than others. You just gotta just keep on keeping on, man. There's mm-hmm. always tomorrow. You got any other questions? You got any other? Uh... I think we've dived deep. I'm not sure really what else to ask. Um, since I was never in that situation, um, it's hard to come up with questions. When you're not familiar with the subject, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know you've had uh, some good ones. I've tried, you know, I've tried to come up with some good questions for you. Um, unless you're familiar with what you're talking about, you can really only you can really only be so specific, you know. Right. But uh, you got anything else that you want to throw in? I did a little. My well, my wife did a little digging. Is it uh, about uh, donating or like the like I told you? Like I rolled around with trash bags and plastic bags. There are multiple uh, organizations. There's one here in Tennessee um, that you can uh, find. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can donate bags, or you can get in touch with your local child services uh, agency. Uh, I don't know if you want to do something. Otherwise, just you know, if you have a friend or somebody you know that grew up in foster care, give them a big hug and say, "Hey, man, I appreciate you being here," or something. I don't know. Just, just be nice to folks. 
Be nice to everybody. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> be a nice Me human being. Luck. Yes, sir. All right. So what do, you, what do you want to talk about next week, man? We could talk about music. Music? Yeah. Our thoughts. We could just discuss oh, music, man. what we like, what what's interesting, music that you've never really paid attention to. But uh, I have recently rediscovered my love for a certain band. I used to listen to them all the time. Let's hear it. What band? I'm not going to tell uh, you. Oh, I see. I see. No, no, no. I see. No, no, no. no, no. I got you. Okay. Well, cool. But, Let's do uh, music then, buddy. Yeah, I have been, you know, I drive a lot for work, man, and I have been rocking the fuck out. So, yeah, Hell let's yeah. do that. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do that. And then, uh, all right, folks. Well, I guess, I guess that's it for this week. And we will talk to you next week about music. All right. Adios. Adios.